Hey, hey, dishes, and welcome to Soap Dish Salem Style. Of course, I am your host, Michael D. Maverick, and I have two of my co-hosts today. Dylan and Ariette couldn't be here, but Tony and Nick decided to join in the fun. Hey, Tony. Hey, Grandpa. How are y'all? Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Nick is going to kill you one of these days. You are aware of that, right? If it's arthritis, it's a flaring up that day. Anyways... It's time for the news. Welcome to the Selma Spectator Special Report, sponsored by Jennifer Rose Horton Deborah, Tony. All right. Well, there wasn't really much in terms of news this week, but we did kind of have one kind of surprising item. Uh, Suzanne Rogers is coming back on screen next week as Maggie. And in preparation for her return, she did an interview with Soap Opera Digest detailing exactly what kept her away these last few months. And I had no idea exactly what she's been dealing with. I just assumed it was pandemic related, that she didn't feel safe coming to work because the California numbers had gone insane. But she was in the hospital. She was in in rehab. Like she went through this whole crazy health thing. She basically was taking a pill. It didn't go down all the way. It got stuck and she couldn't breathe. They called 911. And she ended up on a ventilator in the hospital for two weeks. And then her myasthenia gravis acted up. And then she ended up having to go to rehab. So she went through this whole ordeal. And she didn't even know if she was ever going to be okay enough to come back to days. And thankfully, yeah, there's a whole four-page interview. I I was just giving the the highlights here. But there's a whole four-page interview um, in Soap Opera Digest. I put it out on the timeline if you want to go read it, it's a very interesting read. And I'm so glad that she's okay. And I'm very happy that we're going to get to see Maggie on our screens again this coming week, because I actually did find myself missing her. Yeah, I've been missing her for a while now. And thank God she's okay and healthy. I just want to point out that I was right. <laughs> yes, you were. We had a poll going on whether or not uh, the news that she's going to share with Brady and Chloe next week is Doug related, or if it was in fact that Summer is dead. And we have confirmation that Summer is in fact dead, which this Thank is, the, God, this is yes, exactly. Thank you, God. This is the one time I will happily take the L and be wrong. Thank God. I don't want to hear about her no more. We can ha- we can have a we can have a summer is dead party next week when we get the on screen confirmation. Yeah, couldn't have been Gwen though. Mm-hmm. I did. I liked Gwen this week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Liking a lot of things this week that I found very um, surprising. Yeah. Anyways, let's start off with the weekly recap, shall we? Jake comes to see Beth. Brady. To ask about his talk with Philip. Uh, not, talk with Victor, sorry. Talk with that Victor. That was my bad. He is not subtle about it, and Brady sees right through him. As Jake is leaving, he overhears Brady on the phone with Victor, and it reinforces the idea that Chloe is his weakness, which he tells Gabby. Next Jake on the is adventures of Boris and Natasha. <laughs> Jake is such an idiot. Like, he's so not subtle. And I mean, I was I was happy that Brady caught a clue, but and I love Brady. I I, I say this with all the love in the world, but Brady is not always the sharpest he's, tool in the he's shed. He's dumber than a box of rocks. We know. <laughs> okay. So the fact that 
Brady is catching a clue means that Jake is being as subtle as a Mack truck. You've heard how loud he is. I don't think subtlety is in his <laughs> wheelhouse. No, like what? It was just, it was all very weird. Um, just, I didn't quite understand why this was happening. I still don't understand the whole point of Jake and Gabby going after Titan. I don't in know. Fact, the aspects of this story that are the most interesting to me are the aspects that don't involve them. And the one part of their story that I'm interested in doesn't have anything to do with them and Titan, which we'll get to later. Yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, I watched the scenes. I remember them. I'm happy Brady wasn't completely dumb. Um, that's all I got for it, though. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Beautiful girls next door. <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, I, I don't really care. I did not care about that at all. Gabby, meanwhile, has yet another fight with Ava, this time in front of Rafe. Rafe sides with Ava and tells Gabby, get along or get out. She starts out and meets up with Jake. She jokingly asks him if he could use his mind conditions to take Ava out. That does not go over well, leading her to ask if Jake killed people, which he claims he didn't. This Beautiful is the only girls. part of their this was the only part of their scenes that interested me this week because I am interested to see Jake's history and exactly what he did when he worked for the mob. Yeah. And I, I like that part was intriguing to me. Like his reaction makes me think that he did in fact kill people and that he lied to Gabby when he said he didn't, because like that whole vibe in their scenes was basically kind of I got like calm before the storm vibes, especially in that last scene in the square when he hugged her and was like, I'm so grateful that I have you or whatever the hell he said. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah something's he was, coming. He was visibly like shaken by the suggestion of him killing Ava. I wonder if he was like maybe like, like he got off on it. Or he was like addicted to it and he only got out by the skin of his teeth, which we did see. Like, he had to do a lot to get away from it. I yeah. did like I did like us hearing more about what he did, because he did say he um, would strong-arm people for um, protection money. But I think he did more than he's telling Gabby. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad that they're bringing this back around, because last year when we went through the Battle of the Book, and it ended up being for absolutely no purpose. I was really pissed. That? That's the thing. It went nowhere. Like they, they re- I they, think they gave it back. They gave it back to the mob. They gave it back to the mob. Jake was free and clear. They rescued Gabby. And then that was it. So we wasted like two weeks of, of June on this mess for it to go nowhere last year. So I'm glad that it's finally coming back around and could possibly lead somewhere because it always irked me that that was a story that we never even touched. Yeah. I'm curious to see what comes of it because I actually enjoy Brandon in those scenes when he was like, yeah, don't joke about nothing like that and explain to her. And he, then he explained to her why he couldn't just do something like that because of what could happen and the fallout that could come from it. So he's, clearly not interested in going back to that life but we've watched soaps long enough to know that you can leave the mob but not for long exactly um yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
um, if they're not going to put Ayla at Tyna, they might as well just it, because this bickering between her and um Gabby has gotten so old so quickly. Um, I mean, all this over Ray. <laughs> um, so yeah, put her at Titan. That's all I really have to say on this. Again, another throwaway story. Y'all ready to move on? Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Philip surprises Chloe with fire and ice roses, and we are given some more sweet scenes that make me remember why I loved them at one time. Tony wrote that, not me. I can't stand them. Philip also tells Chloe that Gabby and Jake have been setting him up, but he has to wait to take action so he can get Gabby's chic away from Gabby. I like that they brought that back up because we mentioned, I think we mentioned last week on the podcast that um, the reason why Philip didn't fire her on the spot was because like she would take ownership of Gabby Chic with her. So I like that they brought that back up. But going back to the fire and ice roses, I I really do like the subtle shift that's been happening in this triangle here. Like we're actually getting to see Philip and Chloe bonding in a way and it actually feels like she wants to be with him which is like this is the first time really that you can actually see why she wants to be with him because before it just felt like she was settling because she couldn't have Brady or was too scared to go after Brady but there seems to have been at least a subtle shift where it, it feels a little bit more equal and I actually felt myself like I said in the outline getting Philip and Chloe feels which I haven't felt in 20 years yeah it helps that philip is actually reminding chloe why they were good together instead of just being mad that brady may be involved it i don't know how long it'll last but i'm going to enjoy it while it lasts because i I do i am enjoying their dynamic and i love the fact that they like they said 22 and Michael, I know last week you were wondering um, when you were live tweeting, I think last Friday you had wondered, or actually I think it was, it was Monday this week when you were live tweeting, you wondered if the time jump was still a thing because of the Ben and Sierra dream. They did in fact um, confirm that the time jump is still a factor because it is 22 years with the time jump since they met. Because you started that over, you kind of glitched out. Sure. I said, we do have confirmation that the time jump is still a factor in current writing. Because I know when you were live tweeting Monday's episode, Michael, you were kind of curious if they had ignored the time jump. But the time jump is, in fact, still a thing because when you factor in the time jump, it is 22 years since Philip and Chloe met. And that is what was said in dialogue this week. Okay. I was just wondering because I know they did like a 10 year jump and it said 2031. So maybe I think that was just a script error. I don't know. Yeah, th- there, there were script errors abound in, in uh, Ben and Sierra scenes on Monday, which I'll get into when we get to that story, because there was one that really pissed me off and just made no sense. But so, yeah, it was definitely a script error. Okay. Um, well, um, yeah, let's move on, shall we? Because <laughs> I... I I'll, I'm glad you went ahead and put these first because I have nothing to say on a lot of these. Um, Philip goes to Ava, hoping she would continue to spy for him. 
She tells him to go to hell, and if he wants her help, she wants to run Gabby's shoe. He agrees, and together they come up with a plan. Using Jake's mob history as leverage, he wants to Blackwell control of GC away from Gabby. I was too lazy to write out Gabby Sheik. <laughs> but I actually liked this because I was trying to like figure out how Philip was going to get Gabby Sheik away from Gabby. But leveraging Jake's past as blackmail material actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Um, I also was surprised when Ava said she ran her own corporation um out, out besides the um mob family it's like she ran a business have we ever heard about this before no and i'm not exactly sure what what point she did that because she was like locked up in a room by her father for most of her adult life and then she was with steve and then like and then she was completely insane and then I don't remember if she ran a company at all the last time she was in town, like when she was dating Robo John and having drinks with Nicole. Well, 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 let's be honest. Let's be honest here. They're not calling back to Abel's history anymore. They're calling back Taylor Walker's. Taylor. But, but even still, Taylor never ran a company either. That pulling shit out of their ass for this one. I'm sorry. No, it, it, <laughs> I I literally think they just are just pulling like because it literally makes no sense. I mean, unless she did in fact, but in the year she was presumed dead and out of town, she was presumably running the mob. So I don't know what company she supposedly ran. Well, That's she, news to she, me. Is she referring to the mob as a company? No. I thought she was, but then she made it clear that she did both. She ran a corporation and she ran the mob. This is so fucking stupid. I mean, I would much much rather her in corporate America than trying to cook 24-7, so this is a vast improvement. I will take fake corporate background. Again, this is another case of them hiring somebody on and they didn't know what to do with them. To be honest, I would have preferred she just say, I ran the mob. I can use similar tactics. I know how to run a business because running a business illegally or legally, it's basically the same thing. I would have preferred that meant that mentality instead of them coming up with the, oh, she ran a corporation on her own before. It's just, and the thing is, they aren't going to tell us what it is. So, like, we just have to roll with it. Yeah, and I'm okay to roll with it just because I would rather that be her backstory than the many recipes of Ava Vitale. Like, I'm just over the cooking. I'm just over it. So I'm happy that we are transitioning her the fuck out of the kitchen. I'd have been fine with the cooking if it just weren't about Rafe. Like, her cooking was only only to prop Rafe. If she had started a restaurant and stuff like that, I would have been cool. Yeah, but... I kind of and I love the fact that she wants to be turn Gabby Chic into Ava Chic because that's just my kind of petty. Like she can't stand Gabby. She wants to ruin her life just because Gabby was mean to her. Which honestly, I kind of don't blame her because Gabby's kind of been a major bitch to her. So she's yeah. just like, you know what? You know what? Fuck her and her company. It's gonna become mine. I kind of rock with that energy. I'm not gonna lie. I feel yeah. like they're gonna use this as angst for Rafe and Ava, and then it's gonna drive him back to Nicole. This is stupid. 
Well, I think the <laughs> angst, I think the angst for Rafe and yeah, the angst for Rafe and Ava is the fact that um, she's helping Philip destroy Gabby. That's going to be a major issue because she's not telling him. And chances are, if she did, Rafe, I, Rafe might be like, well, you know what? I kind of don't blame you because Gabby kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like as much as he loves and supports his sister, I think it's going to be the lie and the fact that she didn't tell him when the truth comes out, that's going to ultimately break them up. Not so much what she was doing. It also still hasn't come out that she helped Kristen escape either. Oh yeah. They're not going to completely... use that. I feel like they're not going to use it. Yeah, they are. Cause Kristen's coming back soon. Uh, uh, even still, I, that would be com- like completely just like throwing a wrench into the story that I would tell them. I just feel like they're not going to do it. Well, remember, it took months. Un- un- long- unless they're doing like a great big fall down for Ava. But <laughs> remember, it took months for what Lonnie did with Kristen to come back around and bite her in the ass. What's so- yeah. What does she? She helped Kristen escape too. Oh, I, uh, that storyline was a blur. Y'all ready? Uh, but I, <laughs> you, you literally have nothing to say. Uh, uh, again, these were throwaway story. Again, I feel like this was a throwaway week for me. <laughs> I, it, it it really wasn't though. These were just uh, okay, the stories on the last me, two days. F O R M E for me. Are y'all ready to move on? (laughs) Yeah. Ben finally tells Sierra why he doesn't want to have a baby. She tries to convince him it will be okay, but he's so scared that he's having nightmares. When they get home, they meet up with Tripp and Allie, and they talk about having the baby. When they get home, Sierra suggests talking to Marlena. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. So before I get into what I liked about the scene, I want to talk about what bugged the fuck out of me with these scenes in these scenes ben mentioned what jordan did to their mother the giant flaw for me in these scenes is he mentioned that jordan's mother was pregnant their mother was pregnant with him at the time that jordan caused that accident and if that were the case ben would not be alive she was pregnant with With another baby with another baby that that script error just bothered the hell out of me and it, it kind of took me out of the scenes for a minute but I, I really did love their conversation and how open he was how real he was how terrified he is of potentially giving his mental illness to his child like I love that they're playing these beats and that they're not trying to shy away from it and I love the fact that we again got confirmation on screen that Sierra again attributes his breakdown not to a genetic mental illness, but to the abuse he suffered because of Clyde. I always said that that was what she attributed it to. And we again got confirmation of that in dialogue on screen on Monday. And I love the fact that she's talking to Allie and that he's talking to Trip. though the Trip conversation did not go exactly how I thought it would. Uh, I did not see him going to trip for medical advice coming. That was like, okay. Oh, he, he's a medical, he's a doctor. <laughs> I know, I, but I just, I, I was thinking more of like a friend thing and less like a medical opinion thing. 
And I'm glad that from Henry a doctor was... who's not a, even on the psychiatry. Yeah, that was my that was my thing too, which is why I was glad that I mean, under I was glad that Sierra mentioned Marlena, though given current circumstances, that's going to be a whole mess. But I also love the Sierra Alley conversation. I just love that that friendship and that dynamic. So I love whenever they get to share scenes. And I love that Allie was like, um, take it from me. I am a young mom and I love my son, but this is not something you want to rush into. Yeah, I did like that. Allie said you don't have they do have plenty of time, like especially Sierra. She's still very young. Um, I'm OK with them waiting, but if they're going to go forward, I would prefer some real drama out of it. And um I cannot wait to see what advice Marlena gives. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be interested to see exactly what level of possessed she is at the time they have their scenes. Because with the devil kind of jumping in and out of her, it's going to be interesting to see exactly what headspace she's in next week. I mean, I mean, it took me out, like, see Era kind of, like, pushing the issue it, it kind of took me out of it because I'm like, you're 23. Why Why are you pressing so hard? There's always time. And she wants I, to make up for the time that she lost. These, okay, these do that by being with your husband. The, the dream of them having a child is what she clung to when she was with Vincent and when she was with Evan. Like, these dreams are what gave her the strength to keep going in the year that she was gone. Mm-hmm. So hey, It she, was still taking me out. Baby, I'm sorry. I know, I, I know, but I'm just I'm just trying to explain it so I can understand now that she's back her wanting to make up for time that she lost by making the dream that she clung to a reality. And, and then it comes off as a little selfish. I mean, to, to me, T-O-M-E to me, it comes off as a, a little selfish to me. He, he says he doesn't want to have children right now. Cool. I, I, I mean... I get you being upset about it. He he even says, give me time to think on it. Why do you keep pressing the issue? That's what's bothering me about this storyline. He like, didn't even bring it up the second time. He did. It, like, it, she, because she never, like, they, she brought it up initially. And then it also bothers me because I know she's going to be pregnant by New Year's anyway. So why? <laughs> but, like, you're saying she keeps bringing it up. He She didn't. He did. Well, she brought because, it up the alley. She, she, keeps, well, she, she, she brought it up to Allie, uh, but to, she wasn't bringing per- it up to, to me To me personally, it should, the end of it should have been, okay, I'm going to respect your wishes. The conversation should not have come up so soon. To me personally, I keep saying this, to me, it, it should not have popped up this quickly again. This is something, okay, we discuss it now. You don't want to have children right now. Cool. Let's wait a few months. Also, too, there was something else she said. She even said, it doesn't matter to me if we have a baby or we don't. I just hate that he views himself as so broken. That's, I think, what she wants to fix more so than them having a baby. Like, as much as, as, much as, she, as, much as she wants to have a baby with him, she hates the fact that he views himself so broken. That hurts her more than anything. Because she, she said as much to Allie. She's like, it's not even about us having a baby or not. It's I just hate that he views himself as cursed and broken. Okay, then start off with that. Why do we have to talk about a baby? But the whole thing is just asking mine and childish to me. Y'all ready to move on? <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I'm just here so I won't get fined. <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, clearly. anyways, um, where are we? Gwen is determined to get Xander out of jail. They try to get Justin as lawyer, and he says no, and they realize the judge on his case and Bonnie's cases are the same. They try to use that fact to get Justin that fact that he's on EJ's payroll to their advantage. I, I really enjoyed these scenes. I didn't expect to, but I did. I think they're finding their groove with Sander and Gwen. Like, I'm enjoying them bonding over potentially doing terrible shit. And I hope they go for it because, like, they do things to make their lives more complicated than they need to be. But I'm okay with it. I don't. I hate. I do hate how we got here because the Doctor Snyder of it all was unnecessary. There, but I'm enjoying their dynamic. I'm enjoying we're like they're building a romance between them, and I, I think it's unexpected for the audience, but it's also unexpected for the characters, and I think that's why I'm so intrigued by it. Yeah, because they, they both seem surprised by their feelings. They both caught feelings, and they both weren't expecting to because they both. I mean. They're, they both they're basically, didn't deserve it. They're that. well, that, and also they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah, yeah. So it, I, I don't think they ever expected to find the kindred spirits in each other, and I think she's, she's as surprised that he's willing to go to bat for her as he's surprised that she's willing to go to bat for him, because he doesn't have to do anything for her to do that, like. When he was with Sarah, he had to orchestrate an entire baby switch just to get her to fall in love with him. He had to change himself. He had to be someone he wasn't. And he and he literally doesn't have to do anything. Like Gwen would still be his friend or be his whatever, even if he didn't decide to protect her. He wasn't doing that out of selfish need. He was doing that for her and for jack so it you know like he didn't he, says, he didn't expect anything in return from it no and I, and she's never had somebody who would who would do that for her without expecting something in return so it's foreign tor- territory for both of them also i love his need to be politically correct and referring to um, <laughs> prostitutes as sex workers and not hookers <laughs> i love that and I, I love the scenes with Justin, like, th- like the scenes with the three, with Justin, Xander, and Gwen. It was giving me flashbacks to when Gwen first came to town before they put her in the Demera Vortex of Suck. And yeah. it was reminding me why I liked Gwen when she first hit town. Yeah, just, they're, we, she's obviously going to, like, lose everything. Um, but I'm excited to see what happens after that, especially with this version of Gwen who's not who's not eating the show alive but she's being a mess and they're leaning into that and i pref- and i'm okay with that because it's yeah. entertaining way more entertaining than i ever thought i would be because i would this time last year i was on gwen overload like i was ready for the storyline to end and for her to get the hell off my screen and now i don't cringe when she comes on and i can actually watch her scenes without rolling my eyes and i even have a smile on my face this is this is one of the things I was finding myself surprised to be enjoying. And I'm be real, if when if slash when Sarah does come back, I'm gonna be Team Gwen. I'm sorry, I enjoyed this way more. I just Sarah was well, it, so judgy. 
and then it they depends. took it from judgy to comedic and it didn't work it depends on who what version of sarah we get because yeah. i'm not gonna lie if it's childish sarah in the form of lindsey godfried i don't know that i could stomach that but if they pivot the writing and get away from that whether it be with lindsey or a different person in the role i could potentially be here for it it just depends on how they write her i would prefer to be torn like i would prefer to be a fan of both pairings like right now because like i'm torn with the the broy flowy thing because i'm starting to like flowy and i didn't really care for them before so, so i'm i would prefer that like give me something to root for for both pairings and i'm good yeah oh oh what, uh, what michael I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this what exactly appeals y'all to that couple which couple gwen and xander no philip and chloe i just i like when when he, the last couple times they've been in scenes together we i actually get to see the charming philip that i that i remember and that i enjoyed and he's not so angry stick up his ass all the time and it was just it was just nice to kind of be reminded of the character he used to be and that he still has potential to be. And yeah, and this is also my first experience with Chloe and Philip. And I think this version of Philip, wait a minute. No, this, he was with Melanie when um, I first started watching. So yeah, I, he left right after that. So I didn't get to see much of him. And then he came back in a terrible version. And then <laughs> they brought back J. Kenneth Johnson. This is probably the first time I get why people may have liked the character. And, and yeah, it's only been like what they... three episodes, but they're he comes. I'm trying to figure out who he reminds me of because he doesn't remind me of Victor at all. But then again, I don't know much about Victor as far as how he was romantically. Uh, <laughs> this it's that when he gets angry, he is he reminds when me of Victor. Remi- yeah, but when he's I figure out who he takes after when he's being a decent person. <laughs> it's because it's not weirdly Kate. his mother. No, really? actually, it, yeah. What do you think, Michael? Um, mm. oh, ask the question again for me, so I can make sure I get it right. Who does Philip um, take after when he's being a decent human being? Neither one of his parents. <laughs> Because, well, well, quite honestly, if we're being honest, I've never found Philip to be a decent human being. <laughs> uh, again, He's crying I'm, right now. That's the thing. And it comes off as insincere to me, personally. Yeah, that was me with him and Brady last week, but I don't know. I'm feeling uh, well, well, it, it now. It's like he's trying to be nice just to keep Chloe, in my opinion. Again, my opinion. M-E, me. But, um, yeah, I, I've never found him to be a decent human being. So what was the other part of the question? That was, I think that was it, right? Yeah, that was it. I okay. mean, because we were just answering the question you asked, which then pivoted to a question from Nick. Okay, because I, um, I thought you were saying, who did he take after 
when he's angry. I was about to say definitely well, that's, Victor. That's Victor, yeah. That's definitely Victor. But he's not, he doesn't, I mean, I mean he does the grand gestures the way that Victor does, but it doesn't come off as self-serving as when Victor does it. Like it actually comes off but, more genuine. Yeah, with, right now with Chloe, it seems like he's genuinely putting an effort to make this work because he wants to be with her. Not because he doesn't want her with Brady. It's right. He, he genuinely wants to be with her. And I think when this first started, he kind of forgot, hey, I do actually want to be with you. I have history with you. Let's play on that. And I think, too, that, like, Chloe, the, I think what's helping me is Philip's point of view in this has always been clear. But Chloe's has always been I don't want this. I want Brady, but it's slowly starting to shift. I don't know how we got back here from Gwen and Xander, but here we are. Yeah. But so it'll be interesting if if they bring Sarah back, if they kind of show Xander legitimately torn. But also, is he going to be legitimately torn? Because we saw from the no, fall promo. No, no. Because we saw from the fall promo <laughs> that he finds out that Sarah's on a deserted island and leaves so fast he leaves a vapor trail. Literally, as he got up, you could hear the squishing of her. No, no. Ew. Okay. Um, I saw. Think he could. I think so you wanted me to show up. i think to be honest i think it depends on the version of sarah he finds because if sarah's a bit cuckoo crazy well she is because of the drugs and also maybe she still wants him to be something he isn't i think he could be torn kind of hoping they get back together he cheats and then sarah goes buck wild on on gwen that would be actually be here for that because be listen, okay she does not deal well with infidelity we already saw that when she was a child and she went through it with mickey and maggie and neil so infidelity is not something she handles well didn't somebody get hit with a car or something no that that she got hit with a car but that was years before that eve hit her with with her with uh a car when she was trying to run uh years this was a couple years prior to that but yeah, it'll be, inter- it'll be interesting to see exactly what happens. Well, see, now I want to talk about Sarah some more. <laughs> oh, so you need um, to bring her back and hurry up and stop playing. Well, I, I think it's going to be coming around November. December, I say bring that's back be- Melissa Archer and we just pretend that Serena Mason never happened. The Sin fans <laughs> do it anyway. <laughs> no, I don't. the entire I- show does it. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Want well, true, but I don't. Why? I mean, Hold on. Outside of it? outside of visually looking like Suzanne Rogers' child, she's never done anything for me as an actor. So I just and you're entitled to your wrong opinion because she did the damn thing on the other soaps. She ain't moved me. She did. I watched her, but she ain't moved me. <laughs> We're gonna move you to the mute section. Your five minute penalty, Nick. Anyway, she moved my finger to the fast forward button. <laughs> five minute penalty. Anyways, what was I about to say? Yes, bring back Melissa Archer. Who is someone else? Because Adrian Franz, I, I don't know. I changed my mind. On I prefer her. her. Then I'll give you um, five minute penalty. <laughs> anyway, because. Uh, the way she was acting on Beyond Salem, let's be honest. Yeah. 
think that was the point of the character. <laughs> no, no. Uh, she came in there with a the wide open mouth smile. Uh-uh. Let, let me see. I'm gonna go through IMDB. See I'm trying to see. I'm trying to think who else. Melissa who else could be Sarah. No, please God, no. <laughs> I honestly could see Melissa Archer doing it. I'm not gonna I have lie. A, I have another one, but I just know we'll never be able to steal her from Bold. Never. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all from the clown me so hard. Oh my just, God. Uh, Nobody from Bold is coming, but just say it. <laughs> just say it. Jacqueline, come and get this wood. <laughs> oh yeah, no she's, way. She's we want. I want somebody older. That's, that was the issue with Lindsay. But I, I would like to see her on days as well for personal reasons. Well, yeah, that I can get. Um, <laughs> she could be. She could be Stephanie if they wanted to. Now, see, I, I would love that. Okay. <laughs> what would Bill? What would Bill Bell do without his leading lady? That entire show would fall apart. If they brought oh. Kim Matula back, that wouldn't be an issue. But you know, that's they already have show. a hope, don't they? Do they though? Oh, I'm a hush. Because <laughs> yeah, I, we're, we're, I don't disagree with the statement, but I'm a hush. <laughs> okay, Do but we're, seg- we're, we're segueing back to days now. Um, okay, let's just move on to the next <laughs> Again, Tony. Do they though? Think that over and then we'll talk about all that. <laughs> okay. EJ tells Nicole that Xander will no longer be working for them. He can see she's hung up on Ray and says she can do better. He asks her out and she agrees despite Ray's objections. I really enjoyed their scenes. I enjoyed EJ Nicole with James and Ari. I think I could love them with Dan and Ari because this is the first woman I've seen Dan have romantic chemistry with that he was supposed to have chemistry with. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said supposed to because <laughs> he had chemistry with Belle too. And <laughs> that was but, unexpected, but I, I'm, 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 I could warm up to EJ and Nicole again. I don't hate it. I did like their first scenes when she gave him the letter. I did like that more because they were both kind of like in a darker place. I don't know if I like them light and fluffy, but we'll see. Well, it's not so much light and fluffy for me as it is like she basically can can smell his shit a mile away and is not going to let him not going to let him try to bullshit his way into a relationship with her. Yes, and she he, definitely called him immediately. Yeah, but and and that's kind of that's the dynamic that I love. And honestly, I think what probably took you out of the first part of our scenes was that stupid fucking bear. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, EJ, please just <laughs> continue, Tony. I'm, I'm trying to bite my tongue. No, you don't have to bite your tongue. Just set the damn bear on fire and put us out of our fucking misery. Nobody wants Rafe and Nicole. It is not a thing. I won't say that. (laughs) No, 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 no. The people who want... How dare he? (laughs) The people who want Rafe and Nicole are Galen and Ken. Stop muting me! (laughs) Stop having bad takes and we wouldn't be here. I told y'all a few weeks ago, I started to like them after they closed the Eric chapter. And you were wrong then, just like you're wrong now. Back to your pillow well, box. I'll, I'll stand in that wrong opinion. I won't be the first person on here to have it. 
Anyway, it's that particular pop. wrong opinion, yeah, I'm pretty sure you are. And what was I about to say? Look, I don't <laughs> care for EJ and Nicole, but like the last presidential election that went my way, I voted <laughs> for the lesser of two evils. So we're here, I guess. Hopefully, we get some kind of stimulus out of this. Yeah, it, it, it's the I'm an Eric Cole stand, y'all. What did y'all expect? <laughs> no, I honestly, I expected you to hate this a lot more. So that is uh, big is, of you, ba- considering. It, listen, I listen. I love my Eric Cole, but I at the end of the day, I stand the cold down in these streets. If we can't have Eric, I definitely don't want race. <laughs> Question. Outside of Eric, EJ, and Eric and EJ and Daniel, of course, who do you think like Nicole would work best with? Eric. Outside of them. Outside of <laughs> like if Eric, Eric, sir. If Eric's not an option, who do you think Nicole would work best with long term? Or should it be a new character? New character. Because yeah. to me personally, as Nicole fan, her going back to EJ. Is such a down like there's so a decline much of her growth. There's so much trauma there that I get why it. it yeah, I could under, I could understand that why it feels that way. Because I was yeah. watching when when I started watching, they were together and it was a mess. It was, to- it, was it was toxic. It was toxic as hell. She was basically begging him to love her, and I think we've seen the cold grow from that scheming woman who was begging a man to love her to this wife who's flaw who's well yeah and now. like because we saw it i mean she wasn't begging eric to stay it, it, exactly I, to me well she said she would like for him to stay but at the same right, time she, you know she wasn't, she wasn't on begging what him. you want and begging for it to happen are two different things yeah i remember i remember how bad nicole was about begging a man and yeah because this is the point where i wanted her dead so <laughs> so i don't feel that way right now and, she's and i'm come- enjoying her She's come so far that her going you know, back to EJ, it feels like a major decline of the growth we saw in the past decade. It kind of feels like we wasted time a little bit, not much. But I, I've loved her growth. I love seeing it. But in a way, it feels like it's backsliding just to put her into a pairing. And I could, yeah, I could understand that. I now if they change the, the dynamic. Yeah. Would you be okay with it? Possibly. I mean, I'm an air cold stand down to my shoes now. <laughs> but I, I could possibly get along with but the way they're writing EJ now, I don't think it's going to change. He, not- he's still going to be controlling. <laughs> he's still going to be that person that he, made him a bad husband for Nicole. But Has at he the ever end, been a good husband? No. 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 <laughs> but at the end of the day, <laughs> I will take this little backslide <laughs> and bite my tongue. If I didn't just get think her we were away getting, from Rafael Hernandez, if I didn't think we were getting Lumi, I would actually put her with Lucas. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't either, but I want Lumi. So. Yeah, so <laughs> me too. To be honest, I'm I'm cool with whatever way they go. But y'all have already said y'all don't <laughs> with Ray. I don't work with EJ either, but we are now in a soap society where women can't be single long after divorce or a death or 
or something. Remember back that's in the day. Always been, but that's always been that's how always been the case, though. Really, though? Because Marlena, yeah. was, Marlena was single for a good two years after her divorce. Yeah. But, and Marlena, but thing is, Marlena was Marlena. That's like Erica Kane being single. It makes it's right. fine. It can work. It, it works for her because there was a lot of trauma behind that to explain why she why she stayed single. Like she was single, yeah, but then she was possessed by the devil. <laughs> and like, and I then think- <laughs> we come out of the possession and she's dealing with the guilt of having hurt Stefano. And so she's trying to make amends. And then we go right from that. But it works. It, it works though. It, it works. works. It works for the, characters there, female but, characters they're invested in outside of their pairing. It doesn't work if they're not invested. But I mean, but you're saying, well, Marlena had this, she was working through things. Why can't Nicole do that? I mean, Nicole can, <laughs> but I don't think they, I, I don't but, think the show sees Nicole that way. The, the show is invest in who they want to invest in and then leave everybody else in the dust. I mean, it's been like that forever, but... And the show is also invested in couples. They know that that is their bread and butter, so they're gonna couple everybody up and try to and try to bank on... They are the couple soap for a reason. That is what Days is known for, so they're not going to keep characters single. They're just not gonna do it. They did it for Roman for 20 years. <laughs> we also barely saw Roman in those 20 years. True. True. Okay, I'll give you that. And now that we see him more, he about to start screwing again. <laughs> it, it, it just bothers me because it's like, and, and it's not just days, it's every soap now. Yeah, it is. It, it, it bothers me. It, I remember it was some good characters who remained single on a lot of soaps. I mean, Robert Scorpio, God rest him. We love He's alive? He's alive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> He's a li- <laughs> well, part of them is alive. Remember, like the bottom half of them wasn't for a good. But- oh, oh my God! My cut this shit out. God, <laughs> what? It's true. He wasn't <sighs> getting any. Did I lie? Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! Did I lie? Next story. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. See, I don't speak. I'm wrong. I speak. I'm wrong. <laughs> It's just the things you say. <laughs> Y'all not finna see here and act like Robert Scorpio didn't go through a 20 year drought on GH. He also he went through 20 years where he years. went off the damn That's but not the point. In the last couple years, they flirt. In the last few years that he's been on, they flirted with possibly putting him with Laura. They flirted with possibly They're doing him that, and Jackie. Possibly doing him and Jackie again. They've teased him and Anna. Like, let's not act like they haven't. They might not have pulled the trigger on any romances, but they've certainly played, you know, toyed with the idea. So it's not like You're he's been proving his point. He has exactly, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What they, what they flirted yeah. with and what they actually did are two it, different things. <laughs> so a point was made. Anyways. Uh, Thanos they even had to snap his finger you can just blow and it turns to dust anyway (laughs) (laughs) well we're awake y'all happy we're awake (laughs) 
Anyways, next story. EJ and Lucas have it out over Sabian. Lucas invests in Johnny's movie. Roman breaks up the fight and calls EJ out on how awful he is. Not it's being Tony, he is. (laughs) Anyways, I enjoyed this. Uh, it, It just seemed like EJ was just cruising for a bruising. It really did. And I honestly, like, I honestly thought that Roman was going to let Lucas punch him. But then I, I thought, thought Roman was going to punch him. Yeah, and then I thought <laughs> Roman was going to punch him. It was hilarious. First off, he, first <laughs> off, I feel like Roman was about to lay that man out. I'm not going to lie. When he, said, are you, when he said, are you stupid? I screamed. Or how stupid are you? I don't know exactly what Hold the on. line was. Hold on. I live tweeted that one. I, I, <laughs> I wanted that one well documented. Give me one second. Do you ever think about how stupid you are? That's <laughs> literally my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> that one, I thought about putting it in my Twitter bio. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> EJ was just being out of pocket, and Roman he was in his ass. It feels weird to root for Roman because I've spent so much time disliking him because of previous writing choices. That rooting for him is weird, but I'm really kind of digging it. I'm just happy he's a character again. Yeah. He was just so, he was just window dressing for so long when I started watching that seeing him and seeing his family connections be played up. Like he's playing referee between his two son, two ex-son-in-laws. Like that's entertaining as hell. Like <laughs> it really is. I mean, it's clear he's team Lucas and team Lumi because I don't know. He does not want Sammy with EJ at all. And now that they're not together, he doesn't have to paste a smile on his face and pretend he likes the man. No, he doesn't. So yeah, I, <laughs> like I can't you, wait for you could, Sammy to get back. You could tell he was holding that in for the last 15 years. He wanted to whoop his ass, and I was and I was okay with that. I wanted him to do it. He should have did it. He should have. Like, just, just punch him. It's your it's your bar. It's your pub. Can't nobody do shit. Like it's just. But then again, EJ is paid enough to trust charges on the eighty year old man. He would, and I would enjoy seeing that too. <laughs> Give me the mess. I'm cool with the mess. Um, it's well, fun. EJ is just terrible all around that you think about it. He's a terrible father. Yeah, but you know what? People are actually getting to drag him now and call him out for being the awful character that he is, which yeah. for a long time under James Scott, that was not happening. Well. Because because they were trying to sell him as this romantic lead, which for a lot of people it worked, but. Not for me. I mean, well, 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 you can be a romantic lead and still be, be terrible. Shit. I mean, look at Todd Manor. Yeah, and they and they never missed a chance to drag his ass. Oh. <laughs> they dragged that. Well, I, I can't even say nothing because he deserved to be dragged. But he they deserved every bit. Of right. <laughs> that man could even walk down the street without getting dragged. And they used to drag Tad Martin for a long time as well. They still have little digs every now and then. But um, yeah, Adam Chandler was a good romantic lead, even though it was with Brooke English. Okay, so, uh, Are we segueing away from days yet again? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It usually ends up this way. Anyway, um, where were we? Oh, yes, EJ. Terrible husband, terrible father. I guess it runs in the family. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. 
Except yeah. for Tony. Well, no, yeah, I wouldn't count Tony. Yeah, that. yeah, Tony is the exception because everything he did was terrible. wasn't actually him. So well, like, he's it wasn't not a biological. He wasn't biological the mayor though. So hey, so I guess that's why. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> every woman who made it to that family, every single one, ends up in misery. Yeah. But back to us dragging EJ in episodes now. Can we do it for his ex-wife too? Because, because you mean Sammy? Yeah, because she doesn't get dragged enough for me. Anyways, am I, I lying? I mean, I think the fact that she's been kidnapped is going to well. I'm probably... just saying over, overall. Overall, I mean, I think. Huh. Oh, okay, I think she, okay, I think Tony, she gets, she gets Tony. dragged a lot. Tony, you gets dragged. A... She gets dragged more now than she did in the '90s. Yeah, but um, Tony, you've seen her early work, her worst work yet. Do you think she has been dragged enough in the past? In the past, no, but they're not going to drag her for shit she did 20 years ago now. Is she getting dragged currently for the shit she does currently? (laughs) If they 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 know know about about it, it. yes. Because I I, I want to take off his prosthetic and throw it at her. Is she getting dragged currently for the shit she does currently? Yes. I think your issue is you're also watching her getting all her stuff get ignored 20 years ago, and it's making it hard to watch the stuff happening currently. And I think you're project you're kind of projecting stuff, which I get, but when when she does stuff currently, she gets dragged for it. But then again, when she does get dragged, she gets criticized for it. Like crit- like we get criticisms on Twitter for it. Well, people people are always going to criticize on Twitter. Like that's just what it is. People love to bitch, especially about this show, especially if they're not watching or watching it wrong. It's just what they do. Okay, I'm sorry, but especially about this show, really, sit because yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't deal with this on the other Twitters. Are you are you on GH Twitter? Because they bitch over there a lot too. Yeah. Okay, but see, they. Uh, GH Twitter spends most of their time dragging Frank. Frank, they drag everything. Every depends on the fan base because I know even what if, the fan base. Even if it's about. remotely decent, they will drag it. <laughs> they don't. They're not happy with anything. So that's why I avoid GH Twitter. Well, I I get it because I wasn't <laughs> happy when they burnt down the Tano. But anyway, oh my gosh. <laughs> Half the most of some Twitter was. So they were listen. I was I was throwing a fucking party. It was the one thing Peter did. I was happy about. And Leave I the Tano alone, please. No, I never have to see that place again. I'm thrilled. I love the Tano, and I bring, 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 bring Phyllis to town. Let her run Charlie's. Turn it into Lenny's, uh, and we're good to ooh, go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I like hold that. On. Because I was thinking Sonny was going to buy Kelly's for her, but that works too. Ava's don't, already don't let Sonny buy Kelly's. They'll, they'll storm Ava, um, the studio. Don't do that. <laughs> Ava's already selling Charlie's because she told Christina that she's in charge until she sells it. So it's already on the market. Nina, yeah, Nina could buy it for Phyllis. It'll be more messy with buying Kelly's, but hey. Don't do that. <laughs> Let, let's move on, shall we? <laughs> Kate comes to see Philip worried about Lucas. Philip tells her to worry about home, Nookie, and get some of her <laughs> own. And it's clear that she still has feelings for Roman. Oh, what a moment. 
it was nice to see her come visit her damn son. It was just yeah. nice. I'm just gonna and be that, real. <laughs> and by the way, when I told you that you needed to live tweet Thursday, this was the scene I was referencing as to why you needed to live tweet Thursday. Oh, what a moment. It was so pleasing to me. In your career as a Cayman Stan? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, first off, no. The first moment that was really pleasing to me was the first time they made love, but that's that's a different story. Anyways, this is the most Kate Roberts. I know I said it before, but this it's is just, the most Kate repeating because it's true. Roberts has been in the past fifteen years, and I am so happy that we're here. Yes, I could have done with that fur on her sleeves. That was distracting as fuck. No, but- no, 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 no. That's a call back to 2003, Kate, because Kate used to have the fur rose. <laughs> the what? The fur rose. <laughs> it was so good. I, I do love Kate with her children that are actually her children and not the children we try to pretend are her children. Long as it's not Cassie and Rex, I'm good. Because they even mentioned Cassie and Rex this week. Like, <laughs> which they haven't done. They haven't mentioned Cassie in a while. It's been a minute because I don't even think Rex mentions her ever. I think he mentioned it when he first came back, but I don't think they mentioned her anymore after that. They might have, but they typically try to avoid mentioning Rex and Cassie, and I'm happy they're not doing that anymore. If you're going to embrace your crazy ass history, do it. It happened. Just move on. <laughs> And I just, like, you can see that she definitely has feelings for Roman and the fact that she is kind of a little hesitant to jump back into a relationship isn't even so much as anything to do with Roman. It's the fact that she doesn't want to get hurt again. And Roman has the potential to hurt her because she cares that much about him. Yeah. I was wondering what her reasoning was going to be for that. But uh, I I guess it makes sense. Do you, I don't think Roman would hurt her, though. Not intentionally, but when you think about it, like she lost him on their wedding day. They never really got a chance to get it back because her own schemes with Sammy ruined their chances at that. That and so, the fact that she was sleeping with John by the time. Well, that, that too, point. but like, they, they she, tried she, doesn't, to get, she just doesn't want to risk it again. I get that. She doesn't want to risk it again. And she's been hurt so much because, I mean, Rome, Roman said it last week. Her, her track record with relationships since him hasn't Stephano. been good. Stefano, Ian, Ian Daniel, Clyde, Daniel, Rafe, Andre, like it, it all, it Jake, all just Rafe, Daddy. Oh shit, I forgot about Eddie. The <laughs> yeah, baker, well... the postman, <laughs> and the stick maker. You're stupid, Ronnie, uh, Bobby, a... Ricky. Right? <laughs> he's Stop. also not. He's also not wrong. Kelly, so can you handle like this? The... Michelle, can you handle this? Okay, no, Okay, the name game. Sorry, y'all. You're annoying. I hate you. But it's nice to see her getting some point of view that actually makes sense and makes her rootable. Yeah. Because, like, I actually found myself caring, and I'm like, what? What? This is weird. But I, I, I could, like, again. This is, I could really like this. At this point, if you're not going to put her back with Roman, then she could leave, to be honest. (laughs) Exactly. At this point, it's Roman or bust for me. Because they don't know what to do with her outside of that. Like, she's, she's kind of, Kate was such a plot point for so long. 
Like they use her to facilitate other people's stories instead of Mother Demera. Yeah, telling which never made any sense. I mean, with the amount of time they, the the amount of time they spent on her and Chad's relationship, they should have just made them mother and son. Well, it didn't make any sense to me mainly because they played it off like Stephano tormented her the whole time she was a prostitute. So, well, sex worker. So, (laughs) thank you, Xander. But so it, it was just weird to me uh, that they tried to put her as Mother Demera. And then the whole Tony thing, well, it made sense because they did have chemistry in like 03, but both. Tony or Andre? Andre. Uh-huh. It was Andre. <laughs> it was Andre, but they was calling him Tony. It, I hate that retcon so much. That is up there with re- retcon and John that the young low man. Oh, I hated that. What? <laughs> Demented Dumbledore. Bubbles is not Yo Ling. Yo Ling. You said I'm Young Lo May. <laughs> it was Yo Ling. I'm sorry. I look at him and he, he's he's a match between the Crypt Keeper and and Dumbledore. Hated. Yeah, that was a terrible. But record. yeah, I, again, terrible. Why did he even touch his parentage again? Because they didn't want him to be a Demera anymore, right? That's a Caden Roma. <laughs> I think because I think because the last retcon had made him a Brady and they wanted to do Teresa and Brady. Oh, well, that, they could have just made him. Well, they could have just made him well, an alpha male. That and the fact Again, that biologically, I well, mean. that and the fact that Bell and Sean had already procreated, so they definitely couldn't couldn't go back. To but that. Sean isn't Sean technically isn't biologically a Brady because of Victor, and being both. Sons. Okay, so that, well, I, we can live with that. That so that we could live with, but he, I mean, they they were getting ready to do Brady and Teresa, and there was no way to do that. If no, we're off topic. Oh, I'm sorry, I know we're off topic, but you know, that's funny to me. I never connected that Victor is Sean Douglas's grandfather. Now, see, Era and Victor, I always connected that too. Sierra and Victor have had more scenes than Sean and Victor. Like Brandon and, and John have had one scene since Sean's been back, and that was last year after Sierra was presumed dead. Speaking of, where the hell are Sean and Bill? In um, South Africa visiting Claire. They'll be back this coming week, or at least oh. Bill will be. Yeah. The last time we saw them, when, when she left to go talk to Philip for Chloe, while she was gone, he got them tickets to Johannesburg to go visit Claire. Because this was filmed around the time that Martha Madison's mom had passed and she needed some time off. Oh, that sucks. That really sucks. I didn't know she passed away. That's news to me. Crap. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And I, uh, and she was but it's been, it's been glaring with them missing, especially with Doug in the hospital. Yeah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. she's she's going to be back and actually discussing the possession next week, which I'm actually really um, excited to see her perspective on it because she was so little when the possession first happened. But she played such a pivotal part to the climax of that story because her calling out for her mother is what sent John back to the morgue to check for that last time. So I, I'm going to be interested to see exactly We'll get to this what, later. Yeah, but <laughs> since you mentioned Belle, that's why I'm bringing it up. But uh, what was I about to say? Kate and Roman. I, I, I need the romance to start now. I, yeah. I, I really just want them to stop playing. If they're going to give this to us, 
they need to go ahead and give us more days of it. If that makes sense. Because this is one... Yeah, no, you're right. But but at least we know that Kate is Roman's date to Abe and Paulina's wedding. Yeah, I, so I mean, we, know- we know it's going to build more. I'm just saying this one day a week isn't good. I hope they realize that they what kind of fire they have with Kate and Roman and what following they used to have. Yeah, I don't need Kate and Roman to become Justin and Bonnie 2.0. Yeah. God, no. Because that's what killed Justin and Bonnie because let's be honest. They were on. They were on a track to becoming a good couple, and then you use them every three months. Now, granted, they're using Roman and Kate every week, but once a week does not a story make. That does not a rebuild make. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, kind of wish Kate. Uh, uh, I know we can never get Billy again for a long term and I just don't want Austin in town but I kind of <laughs> want to see Kate with I, I can live with Lucas and Philip being the only two in town I would like to see her with more of her children though talking about Th- things does- like this because I've really enjoyed the scenes with her and Lucas and the ones with her and Philip. I mean the, none of her other kids are in town Rex is coming but he's not here no, I'm saying I, I can live with just the two of them. I was about to say I wish more of her children was in town, but then I thought but then about you it. Remember, then you remembered who her children were and said, nah, yeah. let's get that. I still want to see all of them in town at once. Just no, once. no, no. <laughs> now, I can deal with Billy coming back if it's a certain Billy. Oh, God, here we a, go. A certain two no, Billy. No, we are two Billies. We are not wishing Krista Allen back on the show. <laughs> Not happening, no, Five sir. Five-minute rem- penalty. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <You told> <laughs> I've, I've, never pod- seen, I've never seen Kate with all of her kids. I would like to see it. The name of this podcast will now be Five Minutes. Minute. <laughs> Anyways. I, unmute Tony. She has to unmute herself. I was telling her. My stupid iPad spazzed out. I was trying to unmute you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, I can live with two Billies, but Austin coming back to town. Read, played by Austin Peck. <laughs> we could just, I, I for was, wed- just for the wedding. I Come on. My wrist. No. <laughs> just for the wedding. Uh, unless he comes back to tell me to care through that thing and Mike again. Yeah. Speaking of, we'll get Mike later because he, he's a major part in my little read later. Really? N- yeah. Um, I can only imagine. Okay. It's got to be something Jennifer or Abby related. It's the only way I can correlate to. Okay. Next story. Johnny wants Abby to play Marlena in his movie. She's all for it, but Chad is hesitant. After showing off her acting skill abilities, Chad seemed on board. And this is where I mute my mic. Y'all enjoy. Okay, before we before we discuss the Chad Abby stuff, I want to backtrack to the um, Abby and Jack scenes that happened earlier this week that I forgot to put on the outline. Figured we'll just plop them in here. Uh, this was I actually found myself really enjoying their scenes, Jack and Abby, and it was the first time Jack has been recognizable to me in well over a year. So I'm hoping that that pattern continues. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, but I did switch- like those because as much as 
Abby says like, yeah, I'm trying to, we're never going to be friends, but I'm trying to move past or at least make peace with what Gwen has done. She's not stupid. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. Like, she's really like, you sure? Like, she like, if that were me, I would just prefer to tell the truth instead of trying to commit other crimes. <laughs> and so exactly. And also too, this was the first time that Jack actually verbalized what Gwen did. Yeah. Like he literally said to her, like, I understand your mindset. This woman ruined your marriage. I get where you were coming from. Yeah, also this helped that. <laughs> it, she... it also helped that Gwen and Xander were literally conspiring to commit more crimes. <laughs> yeah. So, I just <laughs> now now that Jack isn't trying to force a relationship, I think Abby leaving town showed Jack that she can't he can't force them to have a relationship that's just never going to be there. Yeah. So now that he's not trying to force it and he's just accepting each of his daughters for who they are and whatever their boundaries are, it works a lot better. But pivoting off of that back to Chad and Abby, this was the upside down for me because I actually enjoyed them today and I did not want to punch Chad in the face. You too, Brutus. Also, um, the Johnny Al- the Johnny Abbey scenes played a lot differently than I expected because I expected way more mess. I thought it was, I thought he was going to be interested in Abby. I'm happy they didn't go that route. Um, at all. Like, at all, at all. And yeah, like, she, was, she was a whole adult when he was born, so it was a bit weird. Yeah, we don't need Brady and Kristen 2.0. Ugh. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I will say I love I loved Johnny like dragging Will and like when he's like um I think Will had a thing for like what did he say I think Will had a thing for his stepdad. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you think he had a thing for his stepdad? It was kind of weird, kind of inappropriate. <laughs> but because that was a big deal when those were happening, I remember people. Like people yeah. on blogs talking about EJ and Will have chemistry, and they're it was I remember it because it was weird. But um, the past them, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Will or EJ, I wouldn't put it as either one. <laughs> but and then they also made a connection to the devil possession and the and her, and Abby's DID. DID, yeah, which was an interesting connection because. It's funny, like, when we're watching Marlena fight the demon, which we'll talk about when we get to the the demon possession stuff in a little bit, um, it was giving me DID vibes. Yeah. So it it was an interesting connection that they made. And then I love that Abby's kind of excited about it, about the potential of doing it. And and Chad's a little like, huh, are you sure? Like, is this something you really want to do? And then, like, the way she played him, and like did the whole like acting thing and like the story about the play and then she flipped it. They were so cute. And I was like, this is the Chad and Abby that I could actually enjoy. I want more of this and less of the bullshit. Yeah, I enjoyed them too. Didn't expect to, but I did. I told you in the group chat, I don't like that I enjoyed this. <laughs> it was I did. weird. Yeah, I you, already you knew it. you was Judas. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard. Um, they were Me too, because like I said, my my reflex when Chad walks in now is to just clench a fist and try to punch him. You, you but, like, got the Arthur fist. 
<laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I just, that urge did not, did not hit me this week. And it was weird. Yeah, I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. Brutus. And, it's, and especially <laughs> now that, okay, well, I'm going to bring this up just, just for Michael's reaction to it alone. Um, especially oh, yeah. We have it. <laughs> Especially since we have a spoiler that Chad and Abigail are going to be reenacting a scene from John and Marlena's love story, and not this coming week, <laughs> but next week. <laughs> um, which one do we think it's going to be? Which one? What? Which scene do we think Chad and Abigail are going to be reenacting? It'll be the conference room table. Huh? huh? that because that that would be like the catalyst for (laughs) what the possession coding and bourbon (laughs) (laughs) i I don't i don't see chad as a john though no i don't i I think they may just be trying it out for the script Um, right just i still wonder who they're gonna cast as john yeah it's gonna be interesting to see where this goes. I'm excited. I, I, I had I'm an excited. idea, but that would have never worked. <laughs> Who? 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 Do not say Cameron Davis. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, his name is John Black. <laughs> I did think about that. Like, they could do colorblind casting if you want to. That'd be like. <laughs> Oh God. Is that who you were going to say? Yes. <laughs> and I am about to say, that I'll be like casting Homer Simpson as Mr. Mustard and Clue. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> this episode is so weird. What is Wait. happening? Oh, my Bra- God. Could, could Brady play John? Um. Okay, if that leads to something. I, that's, what, that's what I'm thinking about, because I'm like, they're not related. No, they're so, not, and they, they should technically be a lot closer, considering how close Jed and Isabella were. Yeah, because they were both born the same year. Literally hmm. the same year. He, they're six months apart. He was born in May. She was born in October. I wouldn't mind. Her. I, I would like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be opposed to it. That's and a handsome couple. And considering he wanted Allie to play Sammy, getting Brady to play John makes complete sense. Since they got... Chloe over and bro and whatever that is. <laughs> and we know that Brady and Chloe are going to be thrown into this possession story at some point. Throwing Brady into the movie would be a good way to kind of throw them in there. I wouldn't mind seeing Brady throw Abby onto a table. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I would and the thing is, I've kept thinking, like, who could they get to play John? And I did, I forgot. John has fucking kids. Like, <laughs> like he has three well, kids. Paul would work, too. Again, that's yeah. colorblind casting. <laughs> well, technically, wait. Nope. Is, wait, isn't John technically Asian? <laughs> 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 his, his daddy did go by the name Yoling. <laughs> Five-minute penalty. <laughs> Five minute penalty. No, they did that. That ain't my fault. <laughs> you put this into a very dark place quickly. We're gonna move on. Five minute penalty. I mean it this time. Uh uh-uh. uh. We have 
lost we lost our minds See, this is why i didn't want to do a three-person podcast we had more time on our hands to do stuff like this <laughs> anyways what story oh yeah john tells john that he won't be investing in his movie and Johnny begs him to reconsider. Johnny is determined to make this movie. I think John gonna whip Johnny's ass. <laughs> when, John, when Johnny made that exorcism joke, I, I he was like, "That's he was like, that's not funny. Like, just don't, don't do that." Like, I was terrified for him. I think I think Johnny was too. He's like, "Oh, I fucked up." Yeah, I went too far. <laughs> <laughs> It's taking this a little too far. <laughs> like, honestly, because even when he said it, I was like, oh, no, no. I felt uncomfortable when he said I, it. Well, she, I, when he said John's it, I, reaction. I chuckled because that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I, I have to make a joke out of uncomfortable things before I get really, really uncomfortable and awkward. So, yeah. And then I have a dark sense of humor, as y'all already know. No, like, it was but, hilarious. But then when, when John's reaction, I'm like, oh man, what John is gonna kill this boy? But like literally. I love that Johnny still knows not to even bring this up with Marlena, like not to even come anywhere close to discussing it with Marlena because he knows John will kill him. Like that is just a known fact. And I kind of love that that's a known fact. And that's just hilarious to me. But you can tell that Johnny has no actual concept of the horrors that everybody experienced through the first possession like it's not real to him and, and here's the thing i like to point this out i love how the like antag like the conflict between john and johnny isn't really antagonistic as compared to the one between ej and john johnny yeah it, yeah it shows that it kind of points out that Johnny has a respect for John that he does not have completely with EJ. For his father, yeah. And it adds layers to those two characters and their relationship. So I just wanted to point that out while we were talking. Yeah. About it. He he has a reverence for John and Roman, I think, because um those are his namesakes that he just does not have for EJ. And I get why he doesn't have for EJ. <laughs> no, I get it too, but it's it's I, I actually thought for a split second he might listen to John, but this is such an abstract idea to him that until he sees what the devil is capable of up close and personal, yeah, I, he's, not, he's not taking it seriously until he's like, not taking it seriously at all. I, they I, need someone who was willing to talk about it that experienced it firsthand, but I don't know who they could get because John and Marlena aren't going to talk about it. Honestly, I think Sammy, Abe. Abe, maybe. Abe is literally, Abe is the only person currently in town who was there for it hmm. okay and, and was old enough to remember it yeah and was old enough to remember i mean because all the kids were abby, kids all the kids were kids abby was too busy playing with the puzzle box to really understand what the hell was happening please <laughs> <laughs> did i lie no but <laughs> five minute penalty <laughs> <laughs> I have showed y'all behind this episode. Oh, oh please. You are the leader of showing your behind, so I don't want to hear it. You I didn't even say anything this week. Exactly. <laughs> you see, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't around here. I swear. Anyways, 
What store are we on now? Oh, yes. Marlena is temporarily devil-free, but it's played by nightmares of what happened. She goes to the hospital to try to help Doug, and the devil uses the recording of the session to get back into Marlena. First off, I'm going to say this, major callbacks to OG possession, because everyone knows that Marlena had nightmares clean up to the day she realized she was possessed. Yeah. And her nightmare, and she, well, she also thought she was having nightmares of Queen of the Night stuff too, but that was actually living memories. But yeah, I lo- I love the callback to it. And somebody did a parallel of the of her flashing back, I think, to setting the church on fire, and then doing the having the flashback with Doug with the fire border, and just the parallel of that was co- completely blew my mind. I, I I also love the fact that she's not sleeping well. Everyone also knows that during the possession when she couldn't sleep, that's exactly when it got worse. Yep. So, um, and I love that they remastered John and Marlena's bedroom to look similar-ish to the townhouse, to the penthouse bedroom. Mm. Look, I will forever miss the penthouse and it is fuck Ken Corday forever and a day for selling that set to I Want to Be a Soap Star. But I'm just happy that they are not handling the possession in the room where it looked like the Easter Bunny threw up. Well, I guess th- this is the best we can do with them living at the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn. <laughs> Anyways. But shout out to Deidre Hall. She is killing it. So I, I want to ask, because I-, I was kind of in and out of Friday's episode. How exactly did the devil hop out of her again? Now, that's new to me. John's the prayer when 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 she I think I think the devil actually hopped out of her on Monday when John when John and Julie were praying in the church and Marlena went into the church that's when the devil hopped out of her so everything when she everything when she spoke to Marlena and, and when she spoke to John and Julie in the church that everything from that point was Marlena and then everything Thursday and everything on Thursday was also Marlena. And then she was the devil again once she heard the the recorder. I, did, I was but, under the impression that the devil left her. I thought like Marlena just regained control. Yes, that's what I was thinking. I didn't know she left. But yeah. interesting. So I wonder how he's going to get back in. Unless... Yeah, I- because I think, I mean, because honestly, I think if the devil's in her, the devil is going to have control of her. So I think John's prayer was strong enough to temporarily expel the demon. Well, I don't know, because back, are they changing the rules? Because back in the day, she had control and the devil was still in her. Well, that, I, that, I don't know. May, may, I, I don't know if she's fighting for control or if the devil was out, but I got the impression that the devil was out. Because if the devil was, because otherwise the devil wouldn't have needed to talk to her through the recorder. The devil could just fight and take control. Well, he did it, that when, because uh, 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 it, it, it it seems like he was he was asking to be let in again. When that's the, it seems like he was asking to be let in again. This is why we need Father Francis. It was so much easier, but he was in the sidelines explaining. So I've, either way, Marlene has been in control, whether the demon was either under the surface or out of her. Marlene has been in control since Monday. 
Well, let's skip ahead a few months, shall we? Are we taking bets on who's going to exercise this demon? John. It's going to be John, I think, with an assist from a returned Eric. Yeah, I did think about Eric. I see my money was all on Eric. Speaking of Eric, I had a thought the other night. I woke up in the middle of the night, and when I do, I watch old soaps or whatever. Oh, I know where this is going because I think this is the this is the thing you put in the group chat. So I'm minding my business, thinking of days as usual, watching days. Actually, I was watching all my children. And the thought entered my head. Eric came home. How can I say this in a nicer way? They had sex and there's nothing to show for it? Yes. Literally nothing. Well, he had he literally wrong... he, he literally came, came, <laughs> and left. Nasty. I don't remember <laughs> you saying that in the group chat, but Nicole getting pregnant wouldn't be wouldn't end well. We know this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, at, this, uh, at this point, she's already lost two babies. I don't need her getting pregnant a third time only to lose it because I think if she ever lost Eric's child, that would full on break her. She's the one character they won't give a miracle baby to. Like, just, Even though they should. I, 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 should it's they much won't. needed. She's changed. She's in a good place now. Why isn't she pregnant? Why? why, why now I'm just looking at Eric. Why did you come home? You could have stayed over there for this. I've been saying that since 2012. Five minute penalty. <laughs> okay, anyway. the, can we segue back to the story we were discussing, please? Well, technically it is, but back to what I was saying. I think Eric's coming home. It'll yeah, me too. Nice I don't know if it's going to be in the form of Greg Vaughn. Or oh, definitely be- not. I Definitely mean, if we not. get a recast and they can give a damn about the character, I wouldn't hate it. Mark Lawson Me either. literally said he wanted the job. On <laughs> He's and too short. That- I, and I can live with it. I, I promise you I will. <laughs> Everybody the same size horizontally. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> what? This episode is insane. Oh, Lord. Anyways, back to the story at hand. I'm loving Possession. I feel like at the beginning of the week, they were still recapping OG Possession a lot. But Friday, they didn't do it at all, really. So I'm thinking we're out of that scene. But that was the only complaint I had about the Possession this week. How did y'all feel? I loved it. And I know, I know we didn't necessarily talk about the, I guess we can kind of just jump right into the whole like Doug stuff. When Marlena appeared out of nowhere in that uh, room or Mar Devil, I should say, I fucking screamed. This <laughs> shit so is high. insane. I, and I, it was middle of the day and I was still scared. <laughs> <laughs> it was like blink and you miss it. Like she literally just fucking appeared. Like, they didn't do that shit in the OG possession. Like, I don't remember her just appearing out of nowhere. Wonder the devil, devil can teleport now. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, Michael, am I crazy? Did she not? She didn't do that in the original possession, right? Nah, she didn't. Because, like, she was just, I, it just blinked and there she was. I was like, whoa. Well, that's what Kristen did when she knocked out Lucas. So, hey. Maybe teleporting is a thing in Salem now. I don't no, know. No, but we, we, we saw Kristen come out of the tunnels and into that house. We we did see that. But no, like, no, I'm talking about when she knocked Lucas out and she literally went yeah. from the hospital and then oh, the yeah. next scene. <laughs> yeah, but y'all, was, just... y'all were so pissed at <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, oh. how did she get to the damn hospital? 
It's like in Tyler Perry movie. How did she get on the damn boat? <laughs> it's How did she? Okay, we're moving. <laughs> Don't bring yeah. that up. <laughs> okay, so John visits Doug, who claims Marlena wants to kill him. John and Julie think the meds are confusing him, but John has a feeling something weird is going on. Julie is spending time with Doug when Mardevil reappears and knocks her out. I have. And they get floating around Soap Twitter. Like, I love Soap Twitter so much because they, within, I think, 15 minutes of that episode airing, there were already gifts floating around Twitter of that. <laughs> I didn't expect her to hit her. I didn't. It <laughs> caught me off guard. I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> I was like, what? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> the camera's in the hospital. <laughs> Or, or is the devil messing with those two? The devil's oh. gonna mess with those two. Like he don't, <laughs> he don't give a fuck, and it's hilarious. But the, the the scene that broke my the the thing that like literally broke my heart is John and Doug are talking, and 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 Doug is like Marlena wants to kill me. You believe me, right? Or or is or is that something you want too? Do you want me to die too? I was like, oh my god, yeah, poor Doug. I was like, I just I just want to give that man a hug. But Deidre Hall. Is killing this. Yeah, she's she having is. a ball. <laughs> like she had that one tear going down her face when she was listening to the recording. Like you could, you could feel how unnerved and terrified that Marlena is. And then when she flips into Mardevil mode, you can feel how chilling and evil she is. And it's just the dichotomy of the two within the same episode. It's just, I mean. Deidre Hall is a star. She deserves all her awards, all the flowers. Like, give her all of the Emmys. I know this storyline is most likely not going to get Emmy recognition because the Academy are cowards. But I just, please give her the recognition she so deserves. Enough said. I I mean, you, you summed it up beautifully. Wrapped it up with a bow. Next story, shall we? Allie right. tells Chanel she can't tell Trip I love you. It's clear Allie is not feeling Trip. Put us all out of our misery. Please. Yes, Allie needs to tell him. Stop playing. Yeah, like it is clear that she is in Obligation City because she claims the sex is And it's is clear good. that he knows. <laughs> yeah, like he knows. And it's also clear that Chanel's kind of jealous too. Like, But the thing you- is, Chanel also knows why she, like, she's like, you have somebody that, um, it's nice to you, and he babysits. I'm like, you see, you hear what you just said, ma'am? Like, this is not a relationship. Like, this is just obligation. This, it, yeah. I, it, it's like she's, it's like she's thanking him with sex. Is basically what's coming, what's coming off. But I just was that I, pun I, intended? No, none of my puns ever intended. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I want Allie to be honest with herself, with Trip, with Chanel, like. She's got a lot of turmoil going on. I wish that she would actually admit that she's confused and then call and talk to anyone. Anyone. Honestly, Will, because Will Will has been there. I wonder if that's going to make her susceptible. The person I think might end up getting possessed is Chanel. I'm going to say Abigail. Honestly, because like she said it, like she felt like the devil was coming after her. That could be a thing. I will so her Abigail. It, it, felt, it felt like an anvil drop, maybe. And I, I love the fact that like 
she when she and Allie were talking about like how she had just seen the exorcist and she did research and like everything that had happened to the people that had to the people during the time they made the movie made me wonder okay what's going to happen to the people who make johnny's movie when do they start production on this shit i'm, I'm ready for some shit to go down <laughs> it's gonna be coming soon like within the next couple of weeks not i don't think this week i think the following week the week of the 11th okay but they're probably they're probably gonna save the climax for Halloween, probably, right? No, this this is going all the way like oh, the devil possession November. story is going all the way to Christmas. Fun. So we're gonna we're gonna be in for some fun. I wonder how bad it's gonna get. I'm I'm excited to see that. I mean, it's gonna I be want bad blood enough. running the streets. I'm being honest. <laughs> it, it's gonna be bad enough that Marlena's arm gets set on fire. So <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> like. How does that happen? <laughs> I honestly thought it was going to happen when she stepped into the chapel on Monday, not going to lie. But I, I really just want them to go ahead and put us out of our misery and just end Trip and Alan so we can go ahead and actually, you know, do some real things. Because this is not it. And, and then this whole first off, I'm not caring for Trip as a character right now. Yeah, it, what the fuck was that? Because he, he's hold on. Oh, what happened? My phone was ringing. I forgot to put it on Do Not Disturb. Oh. Um, edit that out, Ariet. <laughs> uh, but um, what was I gonna say? But he, I'm not feeling Trip as a character right now. No. At all, because uh, like ever, even like was it when Monday, he was talking he, to Allie about the position? Oh, that turned me all the way off. And then when he was talking to Julie, and they they had the whole like um, science versus faith discussion, I was like, Ew. like it was just, and even in his scenes with Ben, Ew. like it was, it, he, they're they're making him very matter of fact and scientific and i just your mother was brought back from death with science so i can get i can get why he is that way but they're trying to make him here's the mike horton reference they're trying to make him the mike horton of town and isn't it's not sticking Okay, that's where I, because I'm like, it is it, not going to work. You, no, because I mean, you have town doctors like that, like the Joe Martins of the world, the Robin Scorpios of the world. They're not, well, first off, they have a long history with the show. Second off, they're not as jarring to watch. Every interaction Trip had this week was so jarring and cringy when he talked to Allie I cringed when he talked to Julie I literally wanted her to slap him I, it, it just ugh. they're trying to yeah. make fetch happen and fetch isn't happening you because have to know even, when to cut your losses because even with Mike even though he was devoted to the science when Marlena was sick and he was so confused because nothing ever made any sense he wasn't dismissive like there was a point like once he was introduced to the idea of the possession 
he didn't dismiss it because at that point, all other options and avenues had been discussed. So at at that point, he was willing to accept anything, but they're making trips so dismissive. It's just turning me off and all of the progress that they have made with the character in the last couple of months took a major backslide for me. Everything he did was just so cringe. Everything. It's not working. I don't know what they need. Maybe they need to bring in a new character for him. Something. Honestly, I'm just going to say it. I don't think Trip works in romantic pairings because I'm not sure Lucas is that comfortable playing romance. Well, I I don't disagree with that. He's not worked. He hasn't worked in a romantic pairing yet. None Um, of them. Well, I did think is I do like his chemistry with Lindsay. Well, well, okay, okay, let's go backtrack. But the way they write have chemistry, he did have chemistry with her at first, and then it increasingly became uncomfortable. And y'all know why we're not going to bring it up, right? But even like even when they kiss, sometimes it's not. Now it feels like brother and sister. It's not clicking for me, and I don't know if it's. And I think it's because honestly, her kisses look better with Chanel. And I think at this point, the common denominator when all of Trip's relationships fail, the common denominator at some point is Trip, because he he and Sierra had a good you know had good chemistry and were okay. I like them at first. I like them. I like them at first, but then the chemistry, you know, the chemistry with Ben was just undeniable, and you just couldn't go back. He and Olivia never really had it. No, they didn't. I never got that one at all. Um, I the only I never got any of her pairs. Olivia Rose. Mm -mm. Never got them. I got her and Theo the Mm -mm. first time. I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan of them, but I got it. Like it made sense. Because I've seen people that like that together, so it made sense. Um, That's so her- terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> I have, I have. Okay. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Wrap this up before I give you another number. And then no, he, but- he, he, and Haley did were never really explored. They never but got there anywhere. Was- I did like the never- movie, but this is why I said Gabby should screw Trip just to piss Ava off, but nobody wants that. <laughs> That's like putting yeah. mashed potatoes. I, I love yes, I love Lucas. cracker. <laughs> and I, I love Lucas Adams and and I I like Trip and this isn't anything against him, but it, it it's very clear when actors are uncomfortable doing any kind of love scenes. And I'm wondering honestly if that's why none of his relationships are working. It's possible. Because because I mean, he has chemistry, and then they kiss, and the chemistry disappears. I wouldn't even say that anymore. Now, every time he's on screen, why are you here? Why are you killing everything? Stop it! He's that one friend who comes to the function and just sucks the life out of it. Ugh. This is why. No offense to. The character trip or Lucas Adams. I think Theo would have served a better purpose in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think. Well, I, well I've always said that Theo was supposed to be Hennessy's baby, da- daddy. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what should have happened. Alas, I don't get nice things from this show. Now I am, but took long enough. Anyways, last story, shall we? Johnny and Chanel get back on track, and Johnny serenades her in the square. What, this you, was so cute. Well, you skipped the part where they watched The Exorcist, Tommy. Was that last week or was that Monday? That was Monday. Oh, that was okay. Yeah. See, I thought that was last week. That's why. That was my favorite part. And let me tell you why. Because Chanel said, let's stop talking about the devil and start raising hell. Oh, wait. So if that was Monday, then oh my God, we have to talk about the Johnny Chanel Tony scenes where she was basic, where she basically said white people are yeah, crazy. She, no, she didn't basically. She said it. <laughs> and the thing is, I think Tony agreed with her. That's the weird part. <laughs> Tony isn't white. <laughs> she was like, white people are crazy, and she he was like, uh huh. And then she went back to talking to Johnny. <laughs> Those scenes were so good. So good, <laughs> and I love the fact that they kept Tony's history intact. Thank you, yeah. I, thank you, thank you. Because Johnny was talking to him about it, he was like, "That wasn't me." Because if like, I had to deal with another Tony retcon, and listen, this was this was the same episode where the the Jordan script error happened. So I was expecting another clusterfuck, to be honest. I, I think it, things like that, like it's so well established that. Andre was rate was doing all that shit for what twenty plus years. I don't think they can forget that. I think it's smaller details like that, especially if it happened. It didn't happen on screen with Ben and his Ben and Jordan. They we were told about that later. I think yeah, but it then they had, on screen, a, they, they had a whole track of stuff like that. They had a whole confrontation about it, so that's why I was like, like I mean, you should be able to remember that, but whatever. Anyway, I just love the fact that they were able to keep the history because, like he said, Tony should be in quotes. Yeah, he was, like, what are you talking about? he was like, "What do you mean?" Like, <laughs> I don't think I'll be able to handle another retcon of that. Uh, uh, uh. And it wasn't he. And I don't even. And it wasn't even the devil possession stuff that like made Chanel like lose it. It was the point where he she found out that Tony's life was taken over by his identical cousin, who turned out to be Stefano's son, or that Chris and Tony were married. Oh yes, yeah. Wait, Johnny was me. Johnny was me when he reacted to that. I feel like that was a little bit weird, huh? <laughs> Listen, if, well, if back go, then they explained it better, so it made sense. No, the fuck no, they no, did uh, not. Let me finish. Let me finish. You did not let me finish. <laughs> it made sense. Doesn't mean it wasn't weird and it wasn't creepy. The way that they explained it back then. It made a lot of sense, and it would have been does fine. Not, does not take away from it being weird and creepy. And what made it so weird and creepy is they kept reminding us of the father that they shared, or the fact that step they literally grew up together and Tony yeah, was like, like a teenager when Stefano took them in. So it kind of has like a grooming thing going on. There, yeah, it was all it was all very gross and disgusting. If you if you go back through the days 93 and 94 tag specifically and you look at my tweets from when I was watching that year, you will see me bitching about it nonstop because it was so entirely gross to me. 
Ew. <laughs> I've always like, wondered how that worked. It's just it was it was they, they was tried, a weirdo. <laughs> like he was literally and he he literally wanted to pair it was just so gross. It was so gross. So Johnny being appropriately skeeved out by it made me happy. And then Chanel finding out and going, why people are crazy. I was like, this, <laughs> this is just so, so realistic. Is, I, think, and I think Chanel is is actually terrified of what could happen if Johnny keeps going down this yeah. road. I, don't, I think she believes that it's possible. Like, unlike Trip, she's not really a skeptic. She just doesn't want to talk about it. Like, let's stop. Right, no, she's 100%. She's I think, Michael, you said this either. I'm making her the Celeste of this. Yeah, this yeah. you did say that. I, Even I, though yeah. I feel like they should have brought Theo back Theo to in for the that. Celeste. But, you know, yeah. Listen, we, we might still get a version of that because Theo's going to be there when the devil does what the devil does at Paulina and Abe's wedding. So we might still get so, some uh, version uh, uh, of that. Do, do we know... If he like he's gonna make the connection of she's the devil, or are they just gonna have him come back for the wedding, drink little to no champagne and dip? And can we trust well, it now? I mean, I, I'm just saying shit's about to go down at the wedding and it's be gonna be because of the devil. I don't see how they don't make the connection at that point. I hope they do more with him when they come when he comes back. I really do. I, I can't trust it. I don't either. I, 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 I hope like I'm I'm usually uh, optimistic on a lot of stuff when it comes to things like that but nah. not with I this want, no. me I want, and they've, at this point they fooled you three times three times mm-hmm. this because this will be the fourth time in He's, a year back. that yeah. he comes back for a special event because the first time we saw him was last November for um Jack, Jack and Jennifer's party. anniversary party then it was for the christening and then it was for the anniversary uh, party. For the anniversary party, and now it's going to be for Paulina and Abe's wedding. And you see why I kind of just have a hard time believing he's going to come, drink a little champagne, eat some failed reception cake, and leave. <laughs> the thing is, like when they first recast the role, they wanted Kyler back, so that tells me that they didn't have a big plan for him because. They weren't trying to bring Theo back long term. Hopefully, they've come up with something. I hope they have. I don't. I don't think they have, but I do hope they have. I'm. I'm just saying that with Theo being there at the wedding and the wedding going to hell literally because of Mardevil. Um. And yeah, the secret with Lonnie. We're probably going to see more of him, but. I I think we're gonna get we're gonna get to see him reacting. Speaking of speaking of. This is going to be weird for me, but why weren't they used this week? Eli was. He was comforting Julie, right? Yeah, and he Doug, was, he was talking to week. Doug on Monday. I think was it Monday? Yeah, yeah. No, it was Monday because he he came in and stopped Marlena or Mar Devil from killing from, Doug on from Monday. From killing Doug, yeah. It it uh, it is uh, weird that they're not playing them in this more, especially since it's going to be at. Abe and Paulina's wedding though exactly it's just very weird to me especially since they've shown that they're actually trying to put Elani on the front burner I wonder what the devil has in store for them yeah 
But go, going back to Johnny and Chanel, like, I loved their scenes in the square. It was so cute. Like, him singing to her was adorable. And her just kind of watching and dancing and, like, loving every minute of it was so sweet. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so it was- cringe. <laughs> here now like it was cute but it was so cringy like don't do this and him sound like a country singer didn't help (laughs) he sounds good but that's not the voice I expected to come out (laughs) that's not the song I wanted him to sing I was hoping it would be the song that he just released last week but it wasn't am I done yes I'm done okay five minute penalty (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> I like the little song. Um, I mean, it was nice. I mean, at least we got live singing now because, you know, y'all wouldn't even let Bill Hayes sing Happy Birthday on the show anymore. So I- I'm taking what I can get. Now, if they actually go through with my wish for casting of Celeste, we could probably sure. get some deep. Who's your, your whisper castle for Celeste? I, no, I'm not telling you. Why? Because you're going to you're going to <laughs> laugh, and I want no part from that. So Go ahead. <laughs> he posted it in the group chat, but it was like 1 a.m. when he did it. Exactly, I knew he was asleep. Anyways, we that would be a good opportunity for good music for that wishful casting. But yeah, I'm going to take what we can get with music wise so hey it was cute i wish they would get chanel out of the square but (laughs) it seems like she's always on square now um no we always complain we don't see characters working we can't say that about chanel no i I wish i do wish that the bakery was an actual set yeah, instead of her just you, they can being take, out on the street. They can take Rave's Kitchen and make that the bakery. We don't need to see that damn house anymore. No, we really, we don't. really don't. Oh my <laughs> they, gosh. They, they were already splitting it. But, like, they were already splitting Sean and Bell's house into Rave's house. I don't know why the fuck they gave that man a kitchen. He don't need the fucking kitchen. Yeah, if we well, wouldn't have had a kitchen, we well, wouldn't have had to deal with Ava cooking all the damn time. That's why she got the kitchen. Take it back. Give it to Ali and Chanel. I would rather do the had them do a on like at home cooking. Yeah, instead of a brick and mortar. Yeah, have them do like an online thing. Yeah, cause yeah, that would have been uh, more modern. Them, yeah, if you're not gonna give us like an actual storefront and a back, like kitchen for them, there was no point in giving them an actual store. They could have kept that the Gabby sheet that nobody goes into. <laughs> just, I mean, just Even- saying. Even though, even though I, I this is very profitable for Titan, <laughs> I would where, anyways, I, I I would rather them done this from Nicole's kitchen than just keep seeing Chanel out in the middle of the street. It's a minor gripe, but still, yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. I get it because I expected a set too. I mean, that was one of those things I was optimistic about, but kind of knew in the back of my head it wasn't going to happen. We don't have the funds for it. Well, now we do. They just wasn't going to use it for that. But overall, it was a so-so week for me. 
Tony, how did you feel about this week? I thought it was a good week. Even like the B story days on Tuesday and Wednesday, because anything that is not possession related and or John and Marlena uh, kid, grandkid related, I am relegating to B story. And even on those days, I was invested and intrigued about things that I wasn't expecting to be. So I don't know. There's just a whole new energy surrounding days for me that is making me really enjoy it. Yeah, there are things happening. Like and it, it's keeping me on my toes right now. But I have to pay attention because if I don't, then I'll miss something. It could be better, um, but I'm. I didn't hate it. Like I, en- I enjoyed most of the week. And I, like I said, for the first time in a long time, I've retained everything, and I didn't rewatch the episodes because I usually start at work, and I only get to watch the last half hour free because I'm working during the first half hour. But I retained most of what happened, so that's a good sign. What about you, Michael? What'd you think? He's already told us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I mean, it was okay. I mean, I, I got more invested in watching all my children this week. I'm not even gonna lie. The, on YouTube, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I swear it was on YouTube. We know that. <laughs> no, but our listeners might. <laughs> we know. I bet they're probably at home. How the hell was he watching? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's get to our segments, folks. I don't have a read for this week, and I'm not even gonna try to pick one out of the sky. Um, yeah, didn't you say you had that trip was your read, and you were tying it to Mike? But I guess because you already went into that. Yeah, it it really wasn't. I don't care enough about him to read him. If that makes sense. Okay. Well, no, I was just going by what you said earlier. Yeah. I, I, I kind of just dropped it in there, and then it, it, it wasn't enough for a whole read. He bring back her, Kayla, and these other children. I've been saying bring that back, you've been telling me back, no. <laughs> bring back Stephanie or or yeah. or see you said they're children, children not child. <laughs> so if all you wanted was Joey in the recast, then just say that. Okay, children oh, implies both of them. Oh, okay. What about Benji's son? Let's try that. He's dead. Stephen Hawk is not dead. Oh, no. Okay. This Benji is, is okay. dead. Bring Benji's back Stephen. Stephen. And they did just mention him. Exactly. We can bring him back. You can bring him and Theo back. For, they're both Damaras. Yeah, that, that would be nice. And that'll give something for Kayla and Steve to do. Don't You don't have to bring back their actual children. Where's Pocket? Uh, I, I can live with Tyler. Pocket. His name is Tyler. They do need to bring be- Tyler on. His name is what now, Tony? Tyler. His name is Tyler. Look, you look at it and call him Prince Michael Jackson II. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they do need to bring him on. Just yeah, as they're finding on. out that Parker is really Phillips, do that. Yeah, bring him on. Give some for Kayla and Steve to do. You don't have to bring back their actual children. I promise me. I promise you don't. I, you're the one who said it. Yeah, that's the children I meant. I didn't mean. <laughs> Not their actual children. You're nuts, yo. I swear. No, you said what you said, and then you forgot you hated them until we reminded you. No, like, no, no. I, I meant the other children, not them. I promise you, I didn't mean them. They're, I will put not, my. They're, 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 wait, how is. um? Why are Steve and Kayla involved in the Tyler Pocket thing? Because they're the ones who found the baby and called him Pocket before they realized who he was. Oh, okay. So again, bring him back. Bring yeah. back Steven. That's it. 
I, 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 I forget how I forget how they found him. I don't know if Kayla found him at the hospital or they just like found him somewhere. I forget exactly how that all went down. But they were literally raising this child, calling him Pocket. I don't know where the fuck that name came from, but that is what they were calling him. And I think they were trying to adopt him. And in the process of trying to adopt him, they realized who he actually was. And then Philip and Mimi decided to let him go live in Idaho with a f- random family. The Wilkins family. That's some asshole shit. That was if stupid. You did, if you had somebody that was willing to adopt him and raise him and you didn't want him and you knew where he would be, why didn't you just let that happen? Let him want that child in town. But <laughs> that's Philip and Mimi for you. What was I about to say? Yeah, bring Benji and Pocket. Not Benji. Steve and the Pocket back. You can leave the other two wherever they at. I promise you. I'm good. Seattle. I'm so, I'm, I'm so good. I think you need Steve and Kayla's children on screen if you're going to have Steve and Kayla. I'm so good on that. <laughs> I'm so good. I'm good on this MLK Boulevard. I'm promising. Good. <laughs> I'm good everywhere I go. Everywhere I go. I'm so good on that. I, I, and that's all I have to say. I'm good. I'd rather them bring back Zach Brady before they do this. N- no. No. What what was that other JT? Yeah, I rather them bring back JT. I, I I will die on the hill that Wyatt should have been JT. He should have. Also, while we're here. <clears throat> oh Lord. Where is Hope Brady? They do need her. Uh she's last we heard she's in Johannesburg still. There's so many people they could use to bring her on. Rena Sulfur. Tony, Hunter Tylo, no. you can unmute yourself, Tony. <laughs> so many, but they, yeah, it's glaring that she's not here. They need her. No, Hunter Tylo, no, 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 no. And oh, by the way, did I mention no? You're such a hater. Anyways, and you will fucking deal with it. You have no reason not to like that lady. Anyway, I don't want her on my screen. I don't want her days. on the bold or the beautiful. So it's not. <laughs> I want to take away the chance of that, Nick. Anyways, wait, no, just no. And send her over to General Hospital. I'll no. General Hospital doesn't hire anybody else. No. You right. You you right. I'm gonna give him that one. And I'm not but, complaining about the size of their cast, but no. No, no, but no, yes. no, no, <laughs> no. But anyway, it's Rena Sulfur, Hunter Tylo. Sir, let it go. Let Somebody. Um, 63. Uh, uh, you didn't have to call that lady Edge out. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, let, no segments. Um, no, no, we do have good, bad, and I have good, we have good, bad, and ugly, and watching it wrong to still get through. Okay. You're the one who took, you're the one who took this podcast off the rails in every which way but sideways. We are not. Well, I had to dress <laughs> it up because I wasn't feeling this week for real, for real. So we are not ditching our our segments just because we went long, just because we zigs and zagged all over the rainbow. It was an interesting episode, though. Yes, okay. it was, but good. our segments are to be included. Good, bad, and ugly. Tony. My good is everything with the possession, particularly Deidre Hall. She is at Deidre Hall and Bill Hayes and Drake Hogeston. Like, 
we have leads in the going from the age range of 68 to 96 holding down this story and just knocking it out of the park and no other soap is doing it like that and i just have to give days all the props for that because it is amazing um my bad continues honestly was jake and brady those scenes were pointless jake was the worst in those scenes and i just don't understand what the point of jake and gabby going after titan even is and honestly i did not have an ugly i'll just stick with my old standard of the uh kiriakis mansion makeover that looks like everybody went shopping at an estate sale like just no that set is ugly there is no reason why you could not keep the blue decor that the mansion had when you shrunk it down you did not need to do this nobody asked for this it is ugly make it go away grandpa um my goods is the devil possession the same way for all the reasons tony said um i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the multi-generational storytelling that we're getting from it too um also the xander and gwen scenes i like them (laughs) they're a mess but i'm enjoying it um my bad Jake and Gabby still going after Titan. I, went, I thought it was over last week. I don't know why we're still doing it. Ended. Let's move on. Delve into his mob past. Um, I don't think I really have an ugly. Um, I, the serenading. I'm going to put it because I don't. You are so mean. I'm pro- I probably, I don't like shit like that. It's it's weird. It makes it me uncomfortable you, to watch. If you sit you, through the nurses' ball on G, I don't, I don't, I don't like that either. Okay, like, so we on the I'm, same I'm, page. I'm letting I, it be I, known, Ronald. Do not. I repeat, do not write a musical episode. Hell no. I don't I care how many people. <laughs> I don't care how many people on this show can sing. No. Mm-mm. No. I'm, I'm not covering that <laughs> on this podcast. I mean it. Please don't. <laughs> Because that's I, I what it made me think. I'm like, oh my god, Lindsay Arnold can sing, Carson Boatman can sing. I'm pretty sure some other people I'm not thinking about they can sing. Eric Please. Marstoff can sing. Uh, Nadia <sighs> Bjorlin can sing. Just no. Um, Ned Ashby can, can sing. sing. Wally Kurth yeah. can sing. Uh, um, uh, stop it! Just stop. <laughs> I'm having nightmares to one life to live again. No, no. Please I, don't. I promise y'all, <laughs> if that happens. I will be holding Disc. off on podcasts. Let's just for pray two, that that two episodes until I get a contract negotiation. <laughs> Let's just pray that that budget can't support something like that because if it could, I think Ryan would have written it by now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> I will leave no. for contract negotiations. I will not cover <laughs> that. I promise you, I won't. I have a hard time stomaching the nurse's ball. No. <laughs> Anyways, my good, bad, and ugly. My good is the possession for obvious reasons. My bad, I would have to say anything Jake, Gabby, Ava, Rafe related. If you're not going to do this right, just don't do it at all. Break it all down. I'm talking about both Rafe and Ava and Jake and Gabby. If it's not working, destroy it 
and start again because it's, it's just not working. And my ugly, that dress that Abigail had on. <laughs> oh God, what was that? Like that, that was this, ugly, but I didn't really pay attention to it. <laughs> the show's obsession with putting her in florals has got to fucking stop. It looked I was like hoping- she was running down the hill with two. What show was that? Oh, Little House on the Prairie. I, I got Little House on the Prairie vibes too. I was like, why? People have always said that about the way she dresses. It wasn't all. It wasn't that bad. It, yeah, she had like a boho sheet going on. But that was that was worse than hope. <laughs> I'm the bold and the beautiful. That was bad. So I hope they're not going to transform because they've been giving Kate a lot of good looks lately. I hope we're, we're not shifting because you know it's always one on each show. But that's my good, bad, and ugly. You're watching it wrong, Tony. My watching it wrong just continues to be the people with the bad takes that it's very clear that you're not actually watching the show and you're bitching just to bitch. And I promise you shutting the entire fuck up is free. And I encourage you to do so because everybody is tired of hearing your very, very wrong and loud opinions. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Grandpa. Uh, My watching it wrong. It's a small thing. They didn't even air this story this week, but it's, Stop. It just keeps coming up. It's not one specific person. Stop wishing that Lonnie's biological father is some white person from the past. Let's stop that, please. We have a handful of Black characters on the show. The two ones that are the youngest are already biracial that they give a fuck about. I mean, because Theo's also mixed. Like, why can't we we, why can't we get a new black family on the show? Is He's, he? Yeah, his his mom's half white. I wouldn't count that. I said he's mixed. I didn't say he was. <laughs> That's more black he's, than white, man. He's, he's, yeah, he's blacker than Eli, but let's not also dilute Lonnie, too. Like, <laughs> my point is. That's a mulligan. Take that one back. Take that off the record. You was right with Eli, but still. No, I'm not taking it back. <laughs> that was a mulligan. That that don't add right. Man. The point is... You add more chocolate syrup to milk. <laughs> okay. I was wrong. I'll take it back. Thank you. The point <laughs> is... Give... They can... In, we don't have that many Black families. There's nobody for them to pull back from the past outside of maybe two or three characters and it wouldn't make sense. Create a new family to integrate into the canvas that's Lonnie's biological family. It can work. Just do it. Make him an asshole. It's not hard. They create new villains all the time. They just don't create new black ones. Give us a black villain. And that never works out. And that's whatever. So they start off mean and then they end up with a heart of gold. Because black folks just can't be mean on these shows. (laughs) Maybe we can start here. Well, for my watching it wrong, I don't have anything because I've been watching Tad and Dixie's storyline all week. So, whatever y'all did, stop. Just stop. Y'all got grandchildren. Stop. And that is my you're watching it wrong. This has been a very fun episode. <laughs> this has been fun. Tony, any final, final thoughts? 
Um, no, I think we pretty much covered everything. I'm just really excited for where a majority of the storylines are day- on days are coming. And I feel like, like this momentum shift is going to keep going into the new year. Cause a little tidbit that I just happened to see scrolling on Twitter, Teo Penglis tweeted the other day that he just finished filming something that is very old school days. And he was filming it with Drake and Deidre. So whatever, I feel like this momentum shift that started in the fall is going to carry us into the new year and into February. And I'm so excited to see everything that's coming. Grandpa, any final thoughts? I'm excited to see what's happening and what's coming. I'm optimistic. And it's been a while since I've been optimistic. Um, oh, and I also forgot. Jimmy's stuff still hasn't aired yet. Huh. So Not till November. Yeah, I'm curious to see how his take on days and his take on translating Ron's stuff to the screen. But I'm excited. I'm so excited. Okay. My final thought will have to be I'll try again this week, folks. I was off my guy. <laughs> oh, I guess that's it. Keep doing it like it's your B day. And remember, save a horse, ride the maverick. Justice for Theo Carver. Bye, everybody. Shut the hell up, Grandpa. uh... (laughs) Now, when I Michael Strahan you, I don't want to hear shit from you or the viewers. You hear me? But you going to replace me? (laughs) Are you going to hit stop recording at any time here, Michael? (laughs) Listen. It's better for you to go home than to not have your luggage, and I'm going to leave That's it at that. That's that Michael Strahan, sir. That's- <laughs> Both of them got fired. How about that?